Welcome to laugh time. <laughs> I love that it's laugh time oh and I God. love that we me- it's immediate laughter. It's laugh time, not laugh time. <laughs> I but don't it pay- is laugh time. Titles mean nothing to me. <laughs> I don't I don't pay attention at all to anything. Um, I have with me Brian Safi, who's one of my favorite people in the world. Um, hilarious star of Rescue Nine Well, Nine One One. I want to call it Rescue Nine One One, but that was the old show that was like paired with cops, wasn't it? I think it was something like I vaguely actually. <laughs> remember the I, I've no, I haven't thought about it since then. You're but trying it was literally to literally nine one one calls. <laughs> He's the star of Rescue 911. Yes. He had a famous 911 call in the 90s that went viral. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, the, the woman lived. A tree had attacked her, but she she got away. Oh, my God. I forgot to hit record. I'm going to start oh. it now and the, everyone will just have to deal. <laughs> deal with it. Um, but you're on 911, which is a show that I love because it's so extreme. These stories the most recent episode I saw was the one where that there's like two, like guys who are like messing around at a playground and they get on a um it's not a merry-go-round it's like a spinning what do you call that I don't know it's yes. like you you stand and like kind of pick off the side remember. and spin in circles it's a big circle and they spin really fast yes and these guys get on and they tie their friend to it or like attach him to it somehow like with duct tape or something and then his eyes he spins so fast and can't stop because they run a motorcycle against the edge of it they run a motorcycle wheel uh like on against it and it runs out of control and the thing spins so fast the guy's eyes bulge out of his head and he lives right he does he does (laughs) i have to say this is what i will say i do think that that is possible because i think the show really goes for the most extreme things that could actually happen. I think it is. I I have to believe that like anything they do is basically true. I think it's all just like headlines probably from who knows where. I love it. I love it. It's so exciting. And like, I love a show that starts with like a dramatic opening like that, where you're like, what's this going to be like? You don't know if you'll ever see these characters again, but like something crazy is about to happen. I know it is one of those things where it's like, I don't know. I like even I sometimes like button my top button and I'm like, this is a network. Like, I don't know that we need to be. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like because it's become. so salacious sometimes. It's so crazy. The one there was the one that was kind of like Harvey Weinstein and like the guy was like um, attacking women. And then like there was an earthquake and his whole building like crashed on him. Yep. <laughs> Listen, I mean, that's justice. I loved it. I was like, yes, kill that guy. (laughs) Couldn't agree more. I love it. I love it so much. What are you watching lately? Are you watching anything fun? Okay. I've been watching First Dates on HBO Max. I don't know what this is. Lauren. Already I'm excited. Okay. First Dates on HBO. Do you have HBO Max? No. And Mike and I are fighting about it. I have to say this is. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, this we is don't why need it, it might we have be worth things. it. Because okay. they have, first of all, they have all the Looney Tunes on there, which. <laughs> <laughs> if that not, if that's not worth 15 bucks a month. I just watch Looney Tunes all day, every day, the rest of quarantine. <laughs> and then I come out and I'm like. <laughs> I think that is where I got everything. That was Looney Tunes because like. 
nothing was nice in in those shows. It was always like, hey, let's tie an anvil to this dude and watch him fall up a cliff. Like it was so. I know it's so harsh. Hitting people with frying pans, like it was so brutal and just <laughs> wacky deaths. But first dates, they have a they have a UK first dates and an Australia first dates, and everyone is in a first a restaurant where it's all first dates, and they <gasps> just profile the different people. So it's sort of like the bachelor. This is like an improv game. Completely. Wait, do you remember this game? No. This is like a it's like an exercise when you're learning improv. I and actually it's called, think I do like, remember dinner it. party. Yes. And so yeah, you just kind of they, everyone pairs off, and then like um you kind of take turns um, leading, like talking louder basically and being, taking the focus. Yep. So it's a way to learn how to like take focus in a group scene basically. Exactly. But that's like amazing. Oh, it's so good. So, and it, and it also is like every kind of person. So sexuality background, you know, weight, it's not just like all gorgeous people. And it literally oh, is, they try to match people up on first dates for like, um, to, to hoping like they get the profile of them and like they hope it works like the producers are hoping it works and <sighs> it's just I, it's not necessarily like a really sweet show but it's fascinating I love it wait so that much. sounds so good it's, I love watching people date and they have multiple seasons on HBO Max oh because it's like an old show that's already yeah, existed and oh yeah. my god okay I'm getting it Fuck so this. I'm big into that and then oh I started watching a show a show on YouTube. That was from the 70s called Card Sharks. It's a game show. <laughs> it is crazy. What is that? Wait, I think I've heard of this. It was like, it used to be, I guess, during a run when like like the original Family Feud and Match Game, this was a game on there. It's yes, 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 yes. So, it's so chaotic and so crazy. So I started watching that. So nothing good. Do you good. always watch game shows typically? What'd you say? Or is that, do you usually watch game shows? Well, recently I've been, listen, the quarantine viewing for me has gone from like decent to horrific. And totally. So I'm watching reruns of Supermarket Sweep on YouTube also. And then. <laughs> I want to go on that so bad. Lauren, I'm They're telling bringing you. it back with Leslie Jones. I know. We need to get on there. I would do Anything. I mean, you and Aaron have to. Aaron, if you guys out there haven't heard Groceries, their podcast, it's fucking amazing. She said she was why too afraid groceries, to. Huh? Wait, wait, hold on. Why I have, Why is Aaron afraid to go on supermarket Just sweep? It's not hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They shouldn't do it now. Yeah. Um, but why is groceries so good? Like, it's. It's so, besides the fact that you guys are just both interesting and I could listen to you talk about nothing and that's fine. There's something about hearing you describe the mundane experience of going to a grocery store, but delighting in all the little differences, the unique things about each store, the sales. Yeah. It's so soothing. The it's history. like, it's very comforting. The history is amazing. Oh, there was one that you talked about, um, smart and final. Yeah. And then you guys said the name smart and final is the last names of the two people who started it. It's not like good deals at a final sale. Nope, like, it's like Johnson and Johnson. It's literally like someone's last name is smart and someone's last name is final. To me, that's crazy. It's, <laughs> it's absolutely crazy that it just like, like what else could they even do? Those two people. And you just take grocery store names for granted. Like I feel like completely growing up, we had Dominic's jewel. Yep. Um, Osco was like CVS. Mm -hmm. Do you know about Osco? See, we had a jewel Osco that was all the we same. We had jewel store. Osco, which is a grocery. Yes. And then Osco was like the pharmacy. Uh, so you would go to like CVS, but it was called Osco. Yeah. Which sounds so weird now because I was, I said Osco my entire life, but now, Some, and I thought when CVS came in, I was like, this is so corporate. I know completely. <laughs> we had like Apple tree, Tom thumb. 
Uh, we had Tom Thumb. Oh, you did? Oh, was that like a hobby store? No, Tom. Th- this was like a grocery oh. store in, in Texas. Right, we have Tom Thumb, but it's a hobby store. We had and Hobby Lobby. Terrific. <laughs> the worst. Um, yeah, I think you're. I think you hit it on the head though. Like it's so, so pure. The you know what I mean? Yes, because the, also it's it's really just anyone can have an experience like this, and like, it's such an American experience too. Yes. Yeah. Well, and then you've done some. You did one in London, right? We did. Yeah, you're right. We did. Yeah. We d- I did. We did one in London, and um, we have. Like we we did. There's a new store called Aldi, new to the West Coast. Have you heard of this? Oh, I, we had Aldi in Chicago. Yeah. Oh, you did. We we didn't. Aldi's never like it. where they would have like the cans that were dented. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's my next stop. They have one in like cheaper. Chatsworth or something. So I'm going to an Aldi. Oh my god, when you driving to Chatsworth to go to Aldi is fucking hilarious. <laughs> it is my brand. It's like big lots of groceries. <laughs> from my memory, I think. No, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. But we're, it is truly we're making a track, or I'm making. A I track. love. I think that's fun. There's something to do right now, so like Nothing. that's perfect. Yeah. I personally loved Big Lots for like a long time. When I moved to LA, I had never heard of Big Lots, and I would go there and get so many deals. And I still have a broom that I bought ten years ago at Big Lots. So was Big Lots like? Because I've seen it. We haven't profiled that one yet. What What's the vibe there? Like, what What do they do there? It's basically like, okay, it's like if TJ Maxx and a grocery store merged, but they were in a warehouse with really bad lighting. Look, (laughs) I mean, that's a lot of, that's a lot of great detail to come up with. You know what I mean? I love it. I personally love a deal so much that I could spend my whole day like walking down aisles of a place like that, but I feel like um, there aren't a lot of people who agree with that and some people find it like depressing to spend too long of a time in a store like that. I, I don't love it. And, and in fact, yeah. lately, especially in quarantine, I do this thing where like, I think a lot of people are probably doing it. I fill up carts online, not just for food, but for anything all the time. I fill it with stuff. I don't need. I usually, I practically never check out, but I just <laughs> love the feeling of like, Oh my God, this, I don't even know this. Like uh, egg separator is sixty percent off, and I'll just like put it in my cart, but I don't like actually get it. But I'm obsessed with it. If I, yeah, but see, if I were in person, I would buy all. Like I would, I would be so down for any deal like that. But online, I'm, I'm really um, hesitant to pay for shipping. Yeah. So like, if I'm in a situation where I'm getting a deal, but then the shipping is like ten dollars, I'm like, this isn't fun. Like no. I'd rather go walk around. But now I'm like scared of coronavirus, so I don't want to do anything. Worse than ever. It is. You know, I was just getting comfortable. This is the thing that's so confusing. Everyone was. Yeah. It's really weird. I feel like, okay, when it, when the news first hit, I was like, like stuck on my couch, like sobbing, like so scared. Everyone I knew was going to get it. And then like months in, I'm like, I'm going to go to the store. And I'm like almost having fun at target. Like not fun, but like, you know, taking my time picking stuff up. It's like a liberating experience. Like, because we haven't been able to do it for so long that when you go, yeah, I agree. It is kind of fun. Yeah. And then they're like, now it's all worse than ever. And so I'm like, okay, I need to stay home more again and stop. I wasn't even doing anything. This is the thing. It's like, I barely did anything. I'd go out to the store like once a month still, but that that was like my excursion. Yeah. I was playing a little looser than that. in like the, the, the past two weeks, I was like, not like I went to dinner at someone's house and I went to like a drinks thing at someone's house that was only like four people, but we weren't distancing. But now that Ooh, the, that's wild. It was wild. Now Honestly, that the numbers I don't have, know what to say to you right now. I, oh no, I know. <laughs> I know. And now I'm in a full. So that was like, 
almost two weeks ago. So I'm, well, then you're fine. I'm waiting for that. Yes. I've like two more days till that's yeah. done, but I'm not doing that again. Like it was, it's just too crazy now. No, I agree. I, I've been invited to a few things and I just, I, I don't know if I'm, if I'm like the person who's too scared or something. And I don't even feel like I'm being, I don't feel like my days are spent like cowering in fear. I just feel like I'm being so wary that I'm like, I don't even want to, I don't want to do this yet. Like, I just don't feel like I'm there. I, if I'm going to hang out, I want to be in a yard six feet apart. Yes. I think. And I wouldn't mind having a mask on. hundred percent. Someone wrote something so funny on Twitter the other day that was like, oh my God, they came up with a thing um, that, that there's finally a breakthrough. And like, there's a thing that um, is 70 to 80% effective in stopping coronavirus. And and then it was like a colon. <laughs> it was like, put a fucking piece of cloth over your fucking face. I saw that. <laughs> like, I know. Yeah. And like, by the way, like, do you feel like you're seeing the same memes over and over, but you read them like they're new? Like you're like, What's this one going to say? And you're like, I've already seen this a thousand times. I feel like the, t- the experience I'm having on Twitter is the same one I had in like 2009 where I didn't like it for a long time. And honestly, I still don't, but I'm more, I read it more than ever. And maybe it's just because times are so terrible, but I'm, I've been feeling this way and I've been feeling really overwhelmed by how much time I spend on the phone yep. and I'll tell my, and I mean, I've been saying this for years. So like anyone who's listened to me on a podcast in the last like five years, I've complained about how much I'm on my phone. Well, like you, I you, know you it's read my that problem. book too, didn't you? I did. Yeah. But here's the problem with the book. I read how to break up with your phone and it's this book that like explains our addiction and why we're all addicted. And it's like really relatable and understandable. And like, it makes sense. And then you get to the part where they're like, here's the 30 day plan to break up with your phone. And I started it and it's like, charge your phone in the kitchen or another room overnight and don't have your phone in your bedroom. And so I do that most of the time. And then the next part was like, don't have your phone for a whole weekend, turn it off and put it in a drawer. And I was like, I'm out, I'm out. Like, and I turned on the screens, the screen use timer thing. It tells you how much time you spend on your phone that I was doing for a while. And I had like blocks on my, my social media after like an hour, but I fucking figured out the password and got through it. And I'm like, it's like, I I just then just type the password all day long. Like, this is just stupid. That's what I do. I took Twitter off my phone and I just basically log in every five (laughs) minutes. It's so stupid. It is so dumb. I feel like Twitter is, we're in a time where like, it's, it's where I get my news, which is wrong. I probably should do better. Like, cause I get, I'll get news like through a joke and then have to like work backwards to like figure out what happened. Like Sick. I'll see like a joke. <laughs> Complete. I work backwards on everything. And then when I try to watch like 60 minutes or sometimes I watch news hour, I used to watch it every night. I get five minutes in and I'm like, I, I can't do this. Yeah. It's just no. too I just feel so under it, you know? No, I agree. I saw a clip um, yesterday. I try not to hear Trump's voice ever if I can avoid it. But I saw a clip of him saying last night, which I couldn't stop saying because I thought it was so just it was just such an insane thing to say. He says something like this. Like he's like, a friend of mine said to me the other day, you're the most perfect person. And isn't that true? (laughs) And then I was just like, what if I said that? Like my friend, well, Brian, my friend said to me the other day, you're the most perfect person. And isn't that true? Like, I just am, I am, I'm the most perfect person. I don't know that anyway. anyone could actually say that to me without <laughs> me like completely cracking up. Like, like I, it would make no sense. And yet he just says stuff like that. And everyone's like, 
Okay. There is like, a thing, and this was the thing with J.K. Rowling too. There's a thing when people get too rich where they think that they're scientists, doctors. They just all of a sudden think that they can do anything. Yes. And it's just, that whole J.K. Rowling thing was really upsetting. Wild. And it's just like too much fucking money. No, but, but also I have he's to say psychotic, I was, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think rich people, um, when you're at a point like that, you just have no connection with reality. I, I'd be really hard pressed to find a person who has that much money who is really connected to reality. Yeah. I don't, I can't think of anybody who I think like Bill Gates, I would say like, he seems like he does things that are good. And I'm like, he probably says things that are crazy all the time. I don't know. Totally. Um, wait, what did we just say right before that about, I was going to tell you something. I was going to ask you something. Mm. Uh, I'll go for it. Cause com- I don't remember completely unrelated though. Yeah. Well, back to the beginning. What are you watching right now? Cause you're the one who turned oh. <laughs> me on to marrying millions and I just finished the season. I loved it. That was so good. so good. I loved that. Oh my God. That feels like a whole different world when I was watching that. I know. Um, We've been binging Little People, Big World. <laughs> we watched. So I've seen it all from the start um, in real time. Oh my, and then that's how long on, has that show been on? They're on season 20. Yeah. Wow. I watched this like my entire life, basically. Right. I'm 21. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> we Mike had never seen it and he got really invested in season 20. So then he bought seasons nine through 19 on Amazon, which adds up by the way i feel like i can afford hbo max if i put the money towards that instead um i was like you're buying it and he was like it's the only way to watch it so now we own it but we do revisit it we watched it all it's really great because you watch like the kids grow up and then you watch the parents get divorced and then you watch them get with new people and like one of them gets married it's like that is so kind of cool it's really amazing yeah but then you go on instagram and you get like the next level of it where like the you can see there's feuds between the siblings because there's this one sibling who's like the youngest one, Jacob, and he kind of stopped being on the show later in the seasons. And he's like liberal and and like on the right side as, of history, as far as I can tell. Yeah. And the other ones are really like, um, you know, posting things that he doesn't agree with. And so he'll like call them out. And it's wild. So like they, he, there's like family feuds that I'm, he like unfollowed all of them on Instagram the the other day because they were posting stuff about black lives matter, but like they didn't really say it. They just like posted religious, um, Uh quotes. uh So, and then went back to posting all their like selfies and whatever. So he was like, this isn't real activism. Like this is nothing. Wow. He was like, you, you need to donate. You need to post this. You need to do this, blah, blah, blah. And he like said it all. And I was like, this kid is awesome. I don't know how this happened. If everyone around him is, not doing this, but amazing. I was watching something on T. I guess I was watching before the 90 days, this would before it ended this last season. And they remember they were having those ads where it was like, it's about hope. It's about being connected. It was all the TLC stars <laughs> who were doing that. Oh my God. And, I don't know. Okay. So I was sitting here with Logan, <laughs> the guy that I'm with. And he literally was like, that's cool that they just like found random people to do that. I was like, Oh no. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, these are like <laughs> those stars. Are the stars. Are the stars. Those are star. Those are A-list. A-list you don't TLC. know. 90 Day Fiance. I've been watching all of that, of course. I've been watching the quarantine content. You've been watching their quarantine. No, but my friend Stephanie just told me, she was like, it's actually really good. And it's crazy. It is actually. It's really interesting. And I think it's more real in some ways than the show because like they're filming themselves and they're showing their life in quarantine, which is like hard to glamorize at all. And so right. I like it. I want to say, yeah. but what is, but one is still people held over from the last before the 90 days, right? There's a bunch like 
There's before the 90 days. There's happily ever after. There's what now. There's the other way. There's quarantine. I mean, I can't keep up. Like, it's just I started watching the other way, catching up on this season. And it's great. There's this girl, Devin, who she's from Vegas and she is moving to Korea. Oh, yes. They've been on a season before, right? Yes. yes. So now, and they had a kid together. They they got pregnant like really quickly into their long distance relationship, but it was like the first time they met. I think they got pregnant. I remember. And then they have gone back and forth a bit, and now she's going to move there with her other kid, whose name is Drusilla, a name I've never heard. It's, you know what? I think it's from the Cinderella. Cinderella is, it was it one is, of the it's evil, evil stepsisters. Step and then it's like that's probably where she got it. Yeah. And then, then you think, why would you name the kid after the evil one? I know. At least name her Cinderella. Maybe she like, was like ahead of her time being that, like, well, but... those kids didn't get a fair shot. You know, like they. <laughs> it's just an underused name. Like, it's like really unique. I mean, it's just amazing. She is fascinating um, in that way. Yes. <laughs> well, okay. Do you want to do a little improv with me? I'd love it. Okay. Um, I'm going to intro the Todd pod and I'll bring you in and we'll, uh, we'll do it. Can't wait. Okay. Yep. What up? What up? What up? This is Todd pod. Um, so I'm actually getting kind of, um, stir crazy in quarantine, but, um, I'm getting a lot of guests on zoom and it's been really fulfilling to see some of um, my teachers uh, again, since I haven't seen them since, um, quarantine and so I'm bringing out today my really, um, my really teacher, Mr. Bonnet, and um, he's just my social studies teacher, and he's really, um, yeah, he's he's very much himself, and he's here. So I'm Mr. You know, Bonnet. Hi, Todd. I have to be honest with you. What does it mean that I'm your really teacher? What does that mean? Well, I was trying to think of a word to describe you, and, and really was. My, I am so offended. I mean, I I am I'm in so involved in the community, and I'm constantly, you know, going from uh, the recreational um, water polo to the quilting seminars to. I'm always on the move, and you describe me as really teacher. Well, like okay, um, I guess I've been working on my um adjectives in quarantine, so I'll try again. I'm proud. He's so an adjective is a uh, ly. Well, an no, adverb it's not. is a. <laughs> it's an adverb. An adverb is a ly. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is, he is, um, my really, I mean, my anything. really man, Todd. I have to be honest with male, you. Male, male, man's noun. You know, I'll take it. No one's ever really described me as that, honestly. You know, all growing up, no one ever called me a really male. They sort of said like, <laughs> get your shit together. You know, excuse me, I don't mean to curse. So honestly, I'll take what? it as a compliment. You said SH word. I'm literally going to put a quarter in the jar for me for later. Do it. It comes right out of what you put in it. I think that's a message for our times. It really is. Um, Who are you quarantined with, mister? Well, that's private information, but I'll tell you. Well, I'm quarantined. Oh, good. Tell me. My stunning, beautiful, hysterical, glamorous aunt Karen. Your aunt? Yeah. You use a lot of adjectives to describe her. Well, because I'm trying to prove a point. 
Well, you got it and you proved it and I'm in my place. Good. I've been punished, okay? Good. I'll lock myself up and throw away the key. Don't do that because I did that once. I did one of those. Do you remember Hawaii? I mean, do you know what Hawaii is? I remember it. Okay. From the map. I've seen it. Yes. So It's a little um, blob that's was- off to the left. It's off to the left. That's right. And, and in more ways than one. Politics, gays, l- les. So. I'd love to talk about that. I'm sure you would. I saw some, um, I saw some lesbian, um, P-O-R-N. Are you serious? Yep. Do your parents not have a monitor on you or, you know, like a, whatever they call it? My parents don't even know where I am. What the I live with my uncle Scott. Your kid. And he lets you watch porn. He makes his own cartoons. But not porn. <laughs> he makes his own porn cartoons, flip books. So I'm sorry. You saw lesbian porn flip books. It takes him months to make these intricately weaved every page. One centimeter Beyond the one before. Is that how it works? Exactly how it's described. Well, you know, Todd, I have to be honest with you. I, I, I know that your math and science grades have not been up to par. So honestly, maybe this is a good hobby for you. My grades are up to par. And also, I want to hear more about your aunt also. Uh, What's her deal? Where does she work she, or not? She does work. She She's a florist. <gasps> yeah. So she makes, so she like puts in tile and like wood and she no, like, no, she's a funeral florist. So what she does. Yeah. So what she does is she'll take Ivy and leaf and Rose and uh, Jasper and uh, orange rind and a whiff of buffalo weed and all these really exotic sort of pedal pedal pushers and you know different different sorts of sometimes she'll put a little bit of um just to bind everything together a little bit of pantyhoe and detura she loves she'll put that in there and from japani so yeah she uses all the classic flowers okay um, just a question, because I never heard of any of that except orange rind, which is what I get in my stocking every year. Just the, from Santa. Just the, just the rind. I'm actually very lucky to receive citrus on Christmas. Sure. Well, yeah, it's it a helps blessing. keep away the scurvy. You know, no one really gets that anymore except people who try to get it. I'll tell you that. Well, I bit a rat. <laughs> Why? And it, and nothing even happened. Well, because it was pizza rat and I was trying to get a bite of the pizza and I accidentally bit him, bit him his face. Why would you want, listen, first of all, I don't blame you for defending yourself against a rat, but I am going to ask you, why on earth did you want a piece of that pizza? Because it was the one in my nearest sight. I don't know why I have to explain this to you. I literally can't go to the pizza parlor. Oh, that's right. And I don't know if every rat that holds pizza is pizza rat, but he certainly looked like him. Well, you know what? This is what this is what people need to understand. And I've said this and I believe it, but I don't say it at school because everyone thinks I'll be nutty. Rats are a part of a network of thieves. 
They all can, they're the most adaptable animals in the world. They can swim eight miles. They can hold their breath for up to 10 minutes. Yeah. Seriously. They can swim rivers. I want to barf. They adapt to everything. So I'm not surprised they go squeak, squeak, squeak. And what they're really doing is communicating with, and they all run to the other places and everyone knows. And so I wouldn't be surprised if pizza rat was like, you want to be famous and tell, tells his friends, this is what you do. And then here we are. So in other words, well, watch your back. Well, I might have to, because what my worst fear is that I, I go in my uncle Scott's pool if I ever get to, and a bunch of rats come in and hold their breath for 10 minutes and swim towards me until my death. My worst fear is a day without a hairdryer. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting me through quarantine. Well, you actually will never live it down the time that you came to school with your hair wet. I was rushing out the door as fast as I could. My parakeets no were driving me bats. And, you know, it's very difficult because some are really touchy. They don't like to eat in front of the others. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I had to get mm -hmm. the um, syllabus ready for the day, the curriculum, you know. And um, I think that day we were discussing 2009 and what happened. And so it was a, bit, a lot of research. And so I had to fly out. My hair was sopping. but I look like a drowned rat. My hair was. You didn't look right. You didn't look right. My hair was sopping wet. My eyes were red of, of fury and anger, and um, my tongue was green because I didn't get a chance to all the way muddle the green juice that I drank. So it just left a huge stain on me. Ugh. It was horrible, and my skin was orange because you know I'd eat all those carrots. So it was a horrible day. That's a really hard day. You looked like literally an oompa loompa. Your skin was orange. Your tongue was green. <laughs> I did. But so ever since then, your I, hair was curled into two little knots on the side and or whatever. I, you know, I kept, um, you know, my, the cigarette, uh, lighter in, in your car. Mm, I've heard of it. So obviously I always smoke cigarettes in my car because my, you know, my lighter's in there. So what else am I going to do with it? So I tried to do it to put the hairdryer in there and it didn't work. I mean, my car, my car exploded. What? Well, that's worse than it didn't work. Yeah, honestly, I didn't love that car anyway, to be honest with you. It was a. What, did you end up like blown to bits or what? Like, I mean, were you covered in ashes and on the side of the road with a holding a little umbrella with just wires? No, not at all. Because I'll tell. Well, I was holding an umbrella. That part is true. That part because it was raining and I just didn't, um, you know, my sunroof doesn't close. So I was holding mm. an umbrella. And that is ultimately, yeah, what saved me. It was great. And, um, you know, ever since then, I've said to everyone, and no more Maserati. And why are you saying it to everyone? Because it's a car that nearly killed me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, one thing I really like about you is that you have a lot of catchphrases. And yes. all the kids at school love to say your catchphrases. Yeah. And I'm going to say a few of them today if you want. And I was curious if you could tell me the origin story of them. I'd love this. Okay. Um, well, the number one phrase that everyone loves is when you say, it's time to jump for cash. It's time to jump for cash. Now, that was very funny because my grandparents uh, growing up were part of a contest during the Great Depression where they would have to jump up as, as high as they could for 12 hours to, and then at the end, they would win $10 and some penny candy. And so anyway, what? so we would do that. If, if like everyone was sort of down in the dumps, we would hear a story about the depression that everyone would jump for cash. So I would say that whenever I felt, look, 
Is my class bummed out today? Yeah. Jump for cash. But of course, there were no prizes. Right. Well, I never got a prize at all. I've never even I've never even won any sort of contest. Well, you need to enter more of them. That's a really good point. Have you ever entered I any? Wouldn't, not, um, not officially. Right. Okay. Well. Okay. And then the other phrase I want to ask you is that's, that's never been said on the Wizards of Waverly place. Now this is hysterical because I'll tell you, I used to live in the big Apple. Okay. Atlanta? No. Oh, Todd. No. New York City, Manhattan, skyscraper. Well, what even is the big apple? What even is the they why call is it an New apple? York City the big apple because it's shaped like an apple. And it is? I think. And so I lived there for a summer and I got very involved with some queer. And when I knew these queer, uh, we were all sort of like in a witchy casting spell sort of thing. And I lived on Waverly Place. So that's where that came from. It was from queer, from the queer. Wow. And that's plural for, for yes, queer. Yes, it's like moose. Wow. I haven't learned that yet. Yeah. I've been taking my um, my sexual studies course, though. Right. I hear that uh, middle schools now. Yeah. What do you think? I really like it. I like learning about why everyone knows that they're straight or gay or bisexual or Good. transgender. I like learning about how people can know this. And I like learning about the history. God, that's great. I have to say, our school has progressed a lot. Yeah, because, I mean, it's really it's really changing, you know. I think the new principal has been really great. Oh, you do? Um, you do. Well, this is interesting. Well, I mean, I mean, I. No, I mean, I guess no. Okay. I'll change my opinion. I like that answer better. What did he ever do to you? Okay. Um. Wow. Didn't know I was gonna have to sweat today, but here we go. So, where do I begin? So, when he first started, as you remember, although you all were out of school, it was July fourth. And he, yeah. yeah. And so he said to everyone like, oh, isn't that funny? It's America's birthday. And isn't that funny? Um, it's my birthday at the school first day, even though I won't see you for a couple of months. And we had to all sit on this conference call with him saying this for like 25 minutes. And I was in the middle of all my painting. And so anyway, so then I get to school and he said, I'm so happy to be here. And I went to his office. I said, you ruined my day. Three months ago, you ruined my, I, I don't like this, fucking day. <gasps> Shit. Yeah. And then he sat me down and he said, look, you do that again, I'm going to sit in your lap. Yeah. And you said, why? Fucking. <laughs> and he couldn't come you up said with why, a And then he said, what? Yep. And then I said, how? And then we both laughed for about 25 minutes. But when I got back to my classroom, I thought something was strange with that. So then, of course, I went up to him and I said, something was strange with that. And then he said, 
Something's rotten in the state of Denmark, which of course is Hamlet. And so then I thought to myself, are we going to throw this down right now? But I couldn't come up with any other Shakespeare quotes. So I lost. So I hate him. You should have said this was never said on the Wizards of Waverly Place and he wouldn't have known what to do next. That's true. Oh, speaking of, I want to ask you about your other quote that you say every single day at 8 a.m. exactly. Hit it. Now's the time for making a crime because if you don't have wine, then you're never going to have slime because slime is the main feature on Nickelodeon. Let's face it. First period. Blows. Because <laughs> <laughs> no one's even awake yet. Everyone's like still trying to eat their Wheaties. Exactly. And so what better way to get everyone to wake up than to say like, Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. When I hear that, I'm like, what? The TV's on? Where? Exactly. How do I? How do I? Where do I? How do I? Where do I? Exactly. And I say those who don't pay attention get slimed. But then everyone's like, well, everyone wants to get slimed. So then I say those who do pay attention get slimed. And then um, I don't have actual. So every night I ask the or after school, I ask the janitor to just leave all the moppings in the bucket in my room because I can't, it's so expensive to get the actual Nickelodeon slime. So then I do douse people with it after. Well, I've seen that, but I have a couple complaints because it's nothing like slime. No, I guess because it isn't. it's like brown and dirty and like dirt water. What of it? I'm just saying like, what of it? Slime is thick and green. What of it? Well, it's not slime. Well, what do you suggest I do, Todd? I guess don't douse kids. Fine. <laughs> well, I didn't really want you to agree with me. No, but I do. I think it's time I stopped. Well, there's always room to grow, you know? I feel like I'm growing in so many ways How? over this quarantine. Oh, my God. Well, I grew a foot taller. Todd, that's did you have growing pains? Did it hurt? Yeah, my shins were killing me. Oh, the poor thing. And my arms were hurting. Oh my gosh. From growing? And my hair hurts from growing. Your hair is very long, Todd. I have to tell you. It's so long and I, I, I my uncle won't cut it no matter how much I beg. You know my uncle Scott Ackerman? Of course have I Have you know. met him? We have met. We have met. We have glided shoulders. We have recommended shaving razors to each other. I know him. I see him every now and then at Walgreens. I see him. And then, you know, we, we walk through the aisles together and a couple I'm too scared to walk in. So we don't, but I see him. We live in the same. What, like the Halloween aisle? I will not. You know, you're not going to believe this. One time I got a roll of paper towels I ordered from Instacart and it was around Halloween and it came with witches. I screamed for four days. I screamed until the paper dolls were used up because I didn't want to waste anything. It was horrible. Well, you know, it's like just a drawing, right? Yeah, but I've also. Did your flip books when you were flipping through them seem just like a drawing or did it seem a little real? Um, I guess according to my dick, it was real. I'm going to let that one Is slide. Is that TMI? Because when I rip off paper towel rolls and the, the roll of the paper towels is spin, spin, spinning, it looks real. 
Okay. It's like one of the first movies when they did it inside that little, little um, carousel machine. So cute. And, the, and you'd see the ponies running. Cause that was like the, the, the first movie ever was just a movie about horses running in a circle. Look, gone are the days. Do you know what I mean? I, I'd watch a movie like that for two and a half hours right now. Uh, yeah. I believe it because you're probably on something. I've never did drugs and I've never did them and I never will. Good for you, Todd. That is one of my favorite things about you is you're not what you seem. You seem always that maybe you're just a little off. But that's I'm just actually on. You. Okay, good. I'm not off. Yeah. Just because I was left in a basket when um not that long ago on my uncle's doorstep, which by the way, really hurt to sit in. Do you still have the basket? Um, I do. I use it on Easter. Oh, that's nice. Do you still have the Easter bunny come to your house? I do. I do. I do. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, I now my aunt does this for me. Mm. She says she comes in the room on Easter morning. She's wearing a bonnet, uh -huh. and she says, and she's holding eggs, and she goes, "I'm gonna get ya." And she, mm. she comes toward me with the eggs and I say, oh, auntie, don't. And she says, well, it's either me or the Easter bunny. What's your pleasure? And I, and I say, well, I guess the Easter bunny. And then the Easter bunny hops through and she goes, happy Easter and happy new year. Come the end of the year. Because we don't celebrate Christmas. So it basically goes Easter to New Year. Okay. Um, I guess I have a lot of questions. Not but my like, problem. So you're, oh. But go ahead. I guess I'll them. just keep them to myself. Um, well, like, the, are the eggs um, hard-boiled eggs or are they like plastic ones with stuff inside? They're hard-boiled. And then do you eat them all at the end of the hunt? Yes. And do you ever forget where one is and it turns into a rotten egg and stinks up your whole house for years? Honestly, yes. There's one I'm still trying to look for and I haven't found it. And it's really, I mean, it's really bad. It's really, really, it's been, I don't need, well, I can't tell you how long it's been. It might've been this Easter. It might've been the last Easter. It might've been this or that. So I actually don't know, but it is, it smells disgusting in here. And I actually think it's affecting our mental state. Well, it probably is, but next time or next time your aunt ever does it again, she should write down everywhere she hit it. That's a great idea. I'm going to tell her. Hang on one sec. Let me tell her. Okay. Hey. Fucking write it down next time. Ugh. Did you have any idea what you're talking about? Oh, no. Sorry. The East, um, the Easter eggs. Remember how the smell? Yeah, you know. When you hide them, write it down because then we'll know uh, what's what and where's where. Yeah. I'll see you for sun-dried tomato pasta. We're making lunch later. Wow. She seemed like she must be nice. You were She's smiling. She's completely deaf. So I can sort of talk to her however I want. And then later I'll explain to her what I was saying. I see. Yeah. So that's why you were so snippy at first. Well, it's nice to get out your aggression. Yeah, I guess that's good. Sometimes I just like scream at a stuffed animal. You can do that too. What's the, what, which kind of stuffed animal? Um, it's like a Donald Duck uh, stuffed animal that um, I got when I was a little kid. And I strangle it and scream in its face. Wow. Whenever I'm upset. 
and I beat the shit out of it. Well, that's... <laughs> what are you screaming at? I scream like, I'm actually a good person. Everyone who says anything else is wrong. Yeah. And I'll scream and scream and scream until I go hoarse and until my voice gets really, really high. And no one even knows I'm doing it because my uncle doesn't even pay me any mind. He barely even, he always has noise canceling headphones on while he's drawing his porn. And he, <sighs> he just doesn't even care. And when he leaves all day, I don't even know where he goes. I didn't even know he goes to Walgreens, but until you told me. Yeah, but we walked down the aisles together. Can you do a Donald well, Duck impression? Yeah. Let's hear it. I tried, I tried a pretty test. <laughs> Did you? I'm only getting it. Did you say I taught I taught putty cat, which is not Donald Duck at all. In fact, I think it's it's Looney Tunes. What? It's available on HBO Max. It's on HBO Max. I gotta I gotta brush up. Well, what's your impression of Donald? Sauce in the pot. Sauce in the pots? Why is he even saying that? Oh, Daisy, Daisy Duck, come here for me. What? Give me, give me what? (laughs) I, I listen. I've seen some deep cuts of that show. Well, I've never seen that episode. Well. Why don't you ask your uncle about it? Well, I would if he even paid me any attention at the at all. That's awful. But instead, I have to literally raise his underwear on a flagpole every morning to wake him up. Is it noisy or something? The flagpole is. Yeah. And I have to I have to play my trumpet. Yeah. And awaken him, and then he puts on his crown and gets up and. He gets out of the bed where he's been snuggling a pillow all night long. He has a eight foot long body pillow that he calls his wife. Eight feet. Because just in case he moves down, she's still there. Oh, sure. I I actually might get one. That sounds kind of nice. It's really long. That is a very long pillow. Yeah. Well, Mr. Bonnets, um, we're actually coming to the close of the show, but at this time I would like to ask you a couple questions. Okay. Yeah. What is your number one piece of advice, um, for me as I'm going through quarantine and trying to grow up? Okay. Here's my lesson. When you go outside, really uh, take it in and focus. (laughs) And understand that um, your life is only part of the makeup of all the world. And, uh, you know, if you don't have a mask, put a wig over your mouth and just love. And my advice is love. Don't lack of love. Okay. And then I wanted to ask you if you have a motto I should use in the school yearbook this year. Here comes the printer. Do you know what I mean? And then you go. Eh, eh, eh. Do I have to write that in there? No. Here comes the printer. Do you know what I mean? Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's better with that. <laughs> okay, I'll put that in. It's probably too late because they already printed the yearbook. But oh. I was thinking I would go to everyone's house and write in my my quote because I didn't get to put one. My picture is just me, and I wasn't even ready for the picture. And there's no quote. That sucks. I go through my old yep. yearbooks every day. And I, it's my favorite Me too. memories. 
because I'm always trying to remember what I did this year and I'm barely even shown in it because I'm not even in any clubs really right now. I know. I wish you'd be more involved. I know. Well, I tried to well, join you broke the your ankle this year. I did. That was hurtful. That's exciting. I, I, well, and I got to like be get a lot of attention with my crutches. I remember that. See, you've done Because everyone was like, what happened, Todd? Tell us about it. And I was like, well, if you really want to know, I was, I had greased all the steps in my house with butter because my I was trying to home alone my uncle. And then I slipped on it and cracked my ankle in two. Horrible. Horrible. Well, But that's it sounds that. fun. It was fun. Did he get to um, do okay. it? Um, yeah. He didn't. He He fell and shattered his butt bones. Oh, yikey. Yikes. So his butt is like a bag of bones. Anyway, Awful. I got to go. Um, anyway, but thanks so much for being here, okay? Oh, what an outro. You're welcome. <laughs> Everyone Thank you. follow Todd, Mr. Really Bonnet on Instagram. I mean, Please do. It's just pictures of uh, all the framed pictures in my house. All right. Well, I love you. I love you, too. Bye. Bye.